0: Welcome to the holiday special. This is a different type of holiday special. Yes. But it's the extra special kind. Yes. Because it's all about supporting and giving back yes. to the communities that we love. As you should around the holidays. And all the time.
1: And all the time. We have two
0: really special interviews with two nonprofits that we've partnered with. Yes. Affirmations and I Support the Girls. We're so excited to share these interviews with you we had Kyle from Affirmations and Renat from I Support the Girls come on and talk about the impact of the organizations that they're working with.
1: Yeah, they came to talk to us about their organizations and kind of what they're fighting for and what the public and you guys listening can do to help. We chose these organizations because obviously if you're listening you know that this podcast is very centered around supporting women and around supporting queer people, and so we wanted to pick two organizations that have those missions, I Support the Girls and Affirmations, and to kind of give, if like, if what our podcast usually gives is information and representation, to give a more direct way that we can support and you guys can support these causes. And there will be a GoFundMe link in our bio um, on our Instagram at Songwriting Saves the World. We're hosting a fundraiser and we'll post about how you guys can support these lovely organizations. That was so beautifully put, Sasha. Thank you.
0: So we won't make you guys wait any longer. Let's jump into the first interview with Kyle from Affirmations.
1: Welcome back to um, our holiday episode. We're going to do a little interview with Kyle Taylor from Affirmations. Affirmations is an LGBTQ community center and nonprofit organization based in Michigan. Would you start, Kyle, with telling us a bit about Affirmations, how it was created, and what your mission is?
2: Yeah, so thank you both for having me and giving Affirmations this opportunity to kind of talk of, to folks about what we do. So Affirmations was created in 1989. So it started mm-hmm. as a grassroots kind of organization um, in someone's basement almost and really started as a small gathering of folks and then it kind of expanded from mm-hmm. there um, where they kind of started renting space and then they eventually moved um, to where, across the street from where we're at actually right now into a room in Ferndale where they kind of explored the youth, what is now the youth program, and it started there um with a hotline and everything then now we're in our space where we're at in Ferndale and downtown Ferndale so it's three level space it's a great great building you should come check it out when you get a chance um but basically we're a safe space for the community and we're there to provide programs and services for anyone who'd like to utilize those so allies included
1: that's amazing. wow this has been a lot around for longer than I knew about like 1989 that's a while
2: yes yeah it didn't always exist like i said Mm -hmm. in this form but the mission and vision has always been the same Mm -hmm. providing a safe space for the community
0: really cool well before we get into the rest of the interview we have a little icebreaker question for you from song for station and we wanted to know if you'd been abducted by aliens and they wanted to understand music what's the first song that you would play them
2: Oh my god. <laughs> it would probably have to be something by Taylor Swift. Oh I'm a big Swifty. Oh my god, you said that. <laughs> Don't, Don't even
1: get me started.
2: Probably something from Taylor's version of red yes. right now. I'm just I'm very into it. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Who is better to represent music? I can't think of anybody. Me neither.
2: Love it. When
1: Anik asked me this question when we wrote these questions like a couple weeks ago, the first thing that came to my mind was you can't stop the beat from hairspray. I just thought oh, yeah. this is the perfect thing to represent it. But since. Maybe then, shake it off. Oh my God, oh. yes. yes. <laughs> I feel like Taylor is actually a better choice.
0: Taylor Swift. I mm-hmm. didn't think that that question had a right answer, but that's the right answer. That's the right. You answer. win. You win at the question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, back to affirmations. What do you think sets you guys apart from other types of organizations in the same field or community?
2: I think really, really paying attention to the fact that the community is essentially our boss. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you know, in every organization you have a supervisor, direct supervisor, but the community are our stakeholders and they dictate what programs and services go on, um, you know, what we do. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be able to do the work we do without the community. So that includes our volunteers who are sitting at our front desk um, on Saturdays when staff aren't there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just it's really, really, really what sets us apart is we listen to the community and we really, really value what everyone has to say.
0: Yeah. What are your goals for the future of your work and what can listeners do to help?
2: Yeah, so goals of our work, we're really trying to expand everything right now. So COVID really, really kind of, um, you know, changed the trajectory of things for us a little bit, just because we had to find a really quick way to shift our programs in such a short period of time. So obviously we did it virtually. But um, I think really now that we're back in our space, trying to expand our behavioral health program and going after grant funding that... Really, really will bolster up those programs and hopefully, you know, bringing things like, you know, physical health care into this space eventually yeah. and things of that nature. Just really, really growing on the services that we have. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And what was the second part of your question? Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, and what can listeners do to help?
2: Yes. So, listeners, if interested, can always go online to slash support to donate. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, that's, you know, how we kind of do a lot of our work, and then they can also volunteer because, like I said, we wouldn't be able to do the work we do without our volunteers, so it's a kind of a two-pronged effect, and they can also follow us on social media, of course. We're Affirmations on Facebook and Go Affirmations everywhere else, so that's a great way to kind of get your feet wet, preview what's going Mm -hmm. on, and see if any of the programs and services are of you know could be of use to anyone so yeah and it's not just michigan-based like i said kind of silver lining of covid was that we got to expand our services virtually Mm -hmm. so folks are are accessing you know support groups and things like that when able
1: yeah go find out about the resources people people listening (laughs) make sure to follow yes so can you give an example of Kind of a personal moment when you've seen your organization or your work make a difference.
2: Yeah, so um, I think talking specifically about the youth who access our programming, it's always been really, really awesome to see when they start in the program and when they finish mm-hmm. because it's it's night and day. Sometimes you know they come in very, very timid, not so sure on what what is going on, basically, because Mm -hmm. a lot of our youth that we see are facing discrimination on different levels from, you know, different peers, parents, family members, Mm -hmm. friends, whatever it might be, and just to see them around other folks, kind of, that are going through the similar things is really, really awesome, and then to see them not so, you know like shy at the end and really kind of being able to make those friendships and get jobs and go on to different levels of education. It's just, it's really, really refreshing to see because they are our future. Yeah, I
1: love that.
0: Well, our last question for you is that our most recent season of the podcast was centered around LGBTQ artists. And one of the questions that we asked our guests were who were their queer icons growing up and who their queer icons are now. So we wanted to know who are some queer artists or queer icons of yours?
2: Queer icons, oh my gosh. Probably one of the first ones I remember really gravitating to when I was mm-hmm. little was Judy Garland. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, and then maybe not so official, but The Little Mermaid, I feel like she's yeah. a big queer icon for a lot of um, specifically gay males. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, those are two of the ones that when I was growing up, I just instantly resonated yeah. to, and I didn't know why, but now coming full <laughs> circle and being a gay male oh and God. an adult, understanding, I think... Those two definitely, definitely. It all makes definitely. sense now. <laughs>
1: Little Mermaid. <Yeah. laughs> I never thought of The Little Mermaid as a queer icon, but I see it now.
2: I see it. Yeah, I, I see I really it do. even more so than before. <laughs> so, like, all of the merchandise that they're kind of marketing to those millennials yeah. now, specifically, like, it's just, yeah. it, it makes sense. I'm here for Everyone it. Everyone listening so. to the podcast is
0: like, oh
1: huh. gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's changed my whole perspective. Mm-hmm.
2: And then maybe someone more current, I would say, would definitely have to be, um, you know, someone like Lady Gaga. I think she's awesome. Yeah. To really, really kind of really bring it to the forefront yeah. and kind of understand everything that's currently going on and really, really is always outspoken, yeah. you know.
1: So. We love her. We've talked about we Lady really Gaga do. a lot on this past season. She really got her airtime on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As she should. <laughs> well those are all our questions for you thank you so much for being here and talking to Affirma- talking about affirmations with us thank you
2: thank you for giving us this opportunity again um folks want to get involved the best place to go is goaffirmations.org and can kind of take a look from there so
1: perfect and next up we have not from i support the girls I Support the Girls is a pro women nonprofit that collects and distributes essential items like bras and underwear, menstrual hygiene products, etc., to women and people experiencing homelessness and impoverishment. We're here with Renat Dubrowski um, from I Support the Girls to talk about it. So, thank you for coming. Could you of tell us a little bit about about I Support the Girls and your mission and your experience with the organization? So.
3: As you mentioned, um, I Support the Girls is a nonprofit, um, and our primary focus is collecting broads and menstrual hygiene products and distributing to women and menstruators in need. Um, we operate – our home base is in the DMV area um, in Maryland, and um, we have over 50 affiliates. Um, nation, actually, you know what? Don't hold me to that. We have um, – <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm not the affiliate director, so like I can't tell you the exact number of affiliates we have at the moment, um, but we have, I would believe, over um, 30 affiliates um, in mm-hmm. our um, network of affiliates across America, um, and we have international affiliates as well that kind of are an extension of what we do in the DMV area.
0: Cool. Well, we do have a little icebreaker question before we get into the rest of the interview. And so this is a music podcast. So we have a icebreaker question from songversation. And so we want to know that if you were abducted by aliens and you wanted them to understand music, what is the first song that you would
1: play them? Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, Lord. A
1: song? Only one song. Yes, one song. (laughs) Only one song. We're a little off topic, but you know what? We can talk about music and this.
3: (laughs) I have to, like, pull up my Spotify now and be like, let's do my <laughs> Spotify rap.
1: Um, oh, my God. You know? My Spotify I, rap was um, so embarrassing.
3: Oh, yeah, I know. It's okay. Um, I'm going to have to say either a
1: Hozier or Megan Thee Stallion song. Um, I love the amazing. range that you just presented. You right. know
3: what? Those were my top two artists in my Spotify rap. It was Hozier and then like, Megan yeah, Thee
0: Stallion. <laughs> No way. You know what? Two different moods. Both, both great. Both so oh, yeah. amazing, Exactly. So.
3: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Well, now that the ice is broken, <laughs> we'll get back to the more focused questions. So, with I support the girls, what do you think sets you guys apart from other organizations doing the same, similar with similar goals in your field?
3: Um. Well, I would say a couple of things. I would say first, um, I think similar organizations to ours are, you know, absolutely doing important work, and mm-hmm. it's Such, uh, I mean, honestly, having other organizations with similar missions takes more off of our plate. You know, the more people working on the issue, um, the less of the issue there is. Um, I would say our organization is unique in that um, it kind of started out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a premeditated... um, plan. There was no intention to start this nonprofit. And I think, um, I don't, I think that the absence of any premeditated plan, um, puts a different kind of push behind it, if that, um, makes any sense. I think mm-hmm. that just kind of having fault Dana, having fought the founder, having fallen into this situation, um, kind of makes it that much more enticing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if enticing is the right word, but inspiring, I guess, in the sense that she capitalized on what she could help with. And um, that's basically the theme of the organization from here on out. You know, we capitalize on any opportunities that we can take. And, um, you know, that's kind of helped us move forward as an organization.
1: Yeah, I love that. It is inspiring. I, learning about your organization, felt very inspired and kind of encouraged and glad that this exists.
0: And speaking of being encouraged and happy that it exists, what are some of the goals for the future of the organization and the work that you're doing? And what are some things that we can do to help and what our listeners can do Mm -hmm. to help?
3: Um, So I would say the goals of, you know, most nonprofits is to expand um, outreach. So that's reaching more people, getting more donations, um, trying to further the, you know, arm with which we are helping people. Um, Mm -hmm. In terms of assisting us, I would say just, you know, because people have such limited or different varying um, abilities to Mm -hmm. contribute to nonprofits and keeping that in mind, um, I would say keep it uh, – our organization at the forefront of your mind on a day-to-day basis. And mm. I don't mean, you know, go throughout out life solely thinking about I support the girls. But I think um, or do. keeping it, you know, <laughs> you could, if you wanted to. <laughs> um, but I think that keeping the organization at the forefront of your mind um, so that when someone mentions to you casually, oh, I have some bras and I don't know where to put them, the first thing you think of is like, wait, right. that sounds familiar. I know where I want mm-hmm. to do with those. Yeah. Um, because it's such a niche thing and because it's really the last thing you ever think about when you're cleaning out your drawers. Right. Um, just keeping it there in your pocket and being able to hand it out to other people and say, here's this little secret and, you know, you can help people and also get these little bras out of your drawer. Yeah. Um, I think it's really helpful.
1: Yeah. Perfect. So what are some examples, either one or a couple, just kind of of moments that you've seen your organization make a difference that you've thought like, wow, that's cool, or wow, that's impactful?
3: I got to think about that. There's been quite a few moments where I've had that kind of light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, so this was just an issue that was, you know, really hit close to home, I think for Mm -hmm. all of us, but um, the um, immigrants at the border in the past couple of years who were Mm -hmm. the children being detained, um, we've sent um, thousands of products, bras, pads, tampons, etc cetera, mm-hmm. um, through secondary organizations. And um, we were able to send them to groups working down there to provide products. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, though, we couldn't go down there and go to the border and distribute. Yes.
1: Um,
3: it was really heartwarming to see us reach out to these organizations that were in such need and really wanted to help and kind of facilitate mm-hmm. a partnership between these 2 nonprofits to further a common goal yeah. um God, i don't want to like sound cliche but it was just very like no. um you know just kind of like working together and then mm-hmm. achieving a goal was very satisfying yeah.
0: yeah well we have one last
3: question for you mm-hmm.
0: and our second season of the podcast was centered around women behind the scenes in the music industry who are some of the most inspiring women in your life and why
3: Oh wow! I actually love that question. Um, (laughs) God, there's so many to think of. I would absolutely say. Well, first of all, I have to give a shout out to Dana and the team that I work with. Yeah, with the girls. Um, Go Dana! Go team! Dana has always been like amazing. Um, I started as a volunteer and kind of worked my way through being an Mm -hmm. intern. Um, and moving my way up and throughout all of that she was always a very supportive boss and mentor and the women that we work with Mm -hmm. on the I support the girls team I think the behind the scenes work because I have like seen these women you know stay late and Mm -hmm. go on zoom calls at 11 p.m. or all of that those are definitely women that inspire me
1: yeah
3: um yeah there's something to think about um and you know, I mean, it sounds cliche, but my mom, honestly, yeah. she going to college and um, has kind of like reshaped my perspective in a way, and mm-hmm. I've really begun to appreciate a lot of stuff that my mom does. And she has always encouraged me to, um, you know, never take no for an answer and never yeah. move off of the sidewalk for guys walking towards me who expect Hell, me to move off yeah. the sidewalk. Yep. So, mom mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah. Though.
1: So she is absolutely up there on the list. What about you guys? My gosh, there's so many. Well, I first have to say just like everyone who's been on our podcast, like all the ladies have been so yeah, like inspiring and amazing to talk to. And then also my mom and my grandma are badass.
0: Yeah, I would also say I think also my mom and my grandma, also Sasha's mom <laughs> and my grandma, my heroes. <laughs> That's fair. And my like my best friends, moms as well, have been like, I have so many other parents that I'm like, you guys Secondary are the reason parents. that I live and breathe. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Got a whole
1: yeah. team of
3: people. Mm-hmm.
0: I really, it takes a village, and that village is also extended family. <laughs>
1: that yeah, so that's funny.
3: understandable.
1: Okay, well, those are all our questions for you today. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing your mission and your organization with us. And if there's any like closing thoughts that you have for the people listening, like something they should keep in mind, something they should do to support I Support the Girls or just in general in their life, like a call to action, we would love to hear that.
3: I think I would just say that when I first started at I Support the Girls, um, I got started mm-hmm. there as a volunteer because I was like in sophomore year of high school and I was doing nothing. It was summer, and I was sitting mm-hmm. on my bed watching Netflix, and my mom was like, listen, you cannot spend your summer sitting on your bed watching Netflix. you got to go out and be productive. <laughs> so I had but a friend who was, um, yeah, <laughs> I had a friend who was also volunteering at I Support the Girls, and I reached out to her and I was like, listen, my mom's booting me out of the house. Like, do you have something to, do you think that this organization would want another volunteer? Mm-hmm. And it was really just as easy as that. Like, it yeah. sounds like in other words, if I had told myself maybe two weeks prior that I was going to just call up some random woman on some mm-hmm. Friday afternoon and be like, can I have, or can I come help you out, or do you have any position for me to help you guys out, um, I would have mm-hmm. been like, that's absolutely not the type of person I am.
1: But <laughs> like, I'm
3: not. I guess. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know what possessed me that particular Friday afternoon, but um, you know, I just reached out to um, I support the girls, and mm-hmm. here I am now, four years later. So, you know, I think really it's about getting involved in a way that you think you would work best in, but maybe mm-hmm. in a way that you're not so comfortable with. Yeah. And I don't mean, you know, doing something you are blatantly uncomfortable with, but maybe pushing <laughs> right. yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone, to so somewhere you yeah. not think you might be comfortable. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's really, yeah, just that easy.
0: I can look at Right, exactly. Well, you started so early. Like sophomore year of high school is really an early age to be that impactful. Like you're really out there doing the <laughs> dance. Well, night. really, I, I have my mom to be think best. <laughs> yeah, your mom was like, we can't no, you're not doing <laughs> Yeah, <this."> exactly.
3: <laughs> my summer laziness.
0: Yeah. yeah. Lovely.
1: Well, thank you so
0: much. Of course. Yes, thank you so much for coming on and speaking to us about and yeah. support the girls.
1: Thank you for having me. thank you for listening to that holiday special
0: we hope you guys enjoyed that episode and we hope that it inspires you to go out there and give back
1: and make a difference this holiday season yeah and we'll see you in the new year with the new yes. season of songwriting to the world